On this episode of Locked On Lightning, join me once again as we are watching the end of the Lightning game. They are matching up against the Calgary Flames. Hopefully they could pull this one out. I think they will. They've played thus far. We talk about all that and more. But first, let's play that music. Your Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'd like to thank all of you for making us your first listen of the day. And if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you for making us your first watch of the day. And don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. Drop us a thumbs up and comment below. Let us know what you want to hear more of. Who do you think is on the up and up for this Lightning team? Who do you think is struggling to start the season? Um, to answer that last question or or you know that, that comment, I don't see really any player. I mean, we've spoke about Ross Colton scored a goal in his last game. Starting to see a little bit of improvement from Ross here and there. Uh, but, you know, overall, this team has really started to take a foot in the right direction over the last week or so. Uh, pretty much, well, this entire month, uh, I think November has been drastically a better month. Now, obviously, for the for for reasons that are pretty obvious, uh, November has been a better month than the month of October for the Tampa Bay Lightning, considering that you know we I spoke about it uh, and I and I made sure to preface every statement I said in October that yes, the Lightning were struggling throughout that time. And the way they were playing at certain moments throughout the 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 month of October was just disappointing. Uh, obviously, not living up to expectations, and but the schedule for November was lining up to be in Lightning's favor. Uh, as we are looking at the schedule thus far, you know, picking up going going two and one their first week. Uh, that one loss comes at the hands of of the Carolina Hurricanes, and and then the second week, you know, a split kind of figured, you know, out of that Capital series that you were going to get at least one game where the Capitals were going to be able to get the edge on the Lightning. Um, so you know they were able to pick up that 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 win at home, which I think is the far more important one. Uh, if we had to really distinguish which one was which game was probably better, uh, I've always been a firm believer that, uh, especially when you're a team that is as good as Tampa, uh, you got to take advantage of every game at home and try to dominate as much as you can. Uh, and then this week has been off to a good start. Hard fought win against Dallas and in OT. The 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 game the ending or I would say the the last period uh, was something left to be desired for the Tampa Bay Lightning the way they played that game and and but I thought overall that game was played very well it was a, for the most part a very technically sound played game for Tampa Bay uh, you start to see them really start to do the things the little things correctly and I've always been a firm believer and I've always said on this show that. 
if the lightning do the little things consistently, then all those other, the big plays, the fancy plays, you know, the big saves by Vazzy, that is all going to come. Uh, that, that, that's all an added plus. Uh, Tampa, you know, regardless of how you feel about their roster, which I started at the end of the year saying that this was a top-heavy team, and you could see it in the early stages. Um, they have really started to come along on all four lines. You know, that fourth line is still lagging at times, I think. I think that, you know, I, I just don't feel that Corey Perry is going to be thriving long-term this year uh, on that fourth line. I don't think this team is going to be able to thrive in the long term uh, with Corey Perry on the fourth line. So I think eventually we will see him uh, be moved uh, to that third line. But, you know, thus far, everything's good. Uh, but, yeah, the, the, the play that we saw from Dallas, and that was the kind of play that I thoroughly enjoy seeing this Tampa team play. Like I said, for the most part, disciplined. When they do make mistakes, they they do a good job of really, I guess, catching themselves when they fall, I guess is the right phrase to, to really put it. Um, and then what they have done, they've done a very good job tonight against this Calgary Flames team, which I said, you know, are they the big bad flames that we saw at certain points throughout the regular season last year? No, not necessarily record wise. I think that, you know, Calgary, I think if you ask any flames fan where this team at is right now, statistically in the standings in their division, it's probably not what you would like out of them. Uh, doesn't necessarily mean that they are a bad team or, or a team that you should sleep on. Uh, and thus far, the Lightning have done a very good job against the Flames. I mean, you're going up at, and I said this was going to be a tall task, uh, going up after just facing Jake Ottinger of the Dallas Stars, putting five five goals on Jake Ottinger uh, is a tough feat, but doing that against the Dallas Stars team who is, who is playing very well at the top of their division right now, uh, and then going... Uh, into the next matchup playing against Jacob Markstrom, who I, I think is, I would say, if he's not in the top five, I would say he's number six in goaltenders. Um, I, you know, I don't think right now is the conversation to, to really open up that door of whether, you know, who's top five in the league. I mean, we could probably, I, I'll talk about that on, on a later episode because, you know, it is no small feat to beat Ottinger, and potentially if, if the score stays the same right now, uh, Markstrom in consecutive games. So, you know, that is something that the Lightning should be very uh, happy about um, if they do end up pulling off. And then they'll pulling off this win, and then they're going to have to go to Nashville on Saturday and play against U UC Soros, who is a very good goaltender as well. Uh, who I believe is in the conversation. <clears throat> I believe he fell. He was finished third in the in the Vesna Trophy uh, standings last year. So I would say, you know, I, I mean, I, I know that the the top three conversation for goaltenders in the league is always it's always evolving. I, you know, you know, Vazzy, you know, Hellebuck, and 
you know, depending on who you talk to, depending on what day of the week, uh, you might get a different answer. You might get Markstrom. You might get Ottinger. Uh, some people might even say Soros as well. So, you know, the lightning, the potential to to go up against two, uh, three uh, very good goaltenders, top five goaltenders, uh, three goaltenders that could potentially be put in the conversation for top three uh, alongside Hellebuck and Vasilevsky. Uh, I think that that means really that points out to the Lightning playing very well-rounded uh, fundamental hockey. And you saw it in tonight's game. And, and, you know, we'll talk about it as we 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 progress with this episode. But, yeah, I mean, looking at the numbers, very efficient. Uh, the Lightning just uh, – they just got their power play killed. And now we got a little bit of uh, – fireworks going on right now we got a little scuffle behind the net um this was kind of boiling all night this was a this this was a very physical game there were some hits that were laid some that each team didn't really technically like and i think that is flurry that's on the floor that looks like hayden flurry if i'm not mistaken uh yes that is flurry he's uh, i i have to say though you know what flurry since you know i just brought him up and he's on the screen very scrappy. I love what he's brought to this team thus far. Um, you know, there's no such thing as having too much scrap, I guess, on a team, especially when you have the the level of scores on this team uh, for Tampa Bay. You know, you always kind of want to have that depth uh, grinder guy, uh, whether it be on the fourth line or or those def- those lower pairings for the defensive core. So. But the Lightning have done a very good job tonight, staying out of the penalty box. Only three penalties called on them. One of them, I believe it was hooking on Hagel. Hooking on Hagel at some point. I think it was in the second. Very soft. Very soft uh, penalty call by the refs there. And I tweeted about it. And I was I basically said that, you know, it's the way the officiating has trended this year. And I know I'm a little bit all over the place right now and in the first segment because there, there's really been a lot to digest and take um, from this game because, you know, the way have the lightning have played uh, really make you want to go back and, and relook at some of the rewatch some of the games or just, you know, reflect on what has happened thus far this week with Tampa Bay lightning. But yeah, uh, real quick with the officiating, I'm worried for the game of hockey. If this is where we're trending with the officiating, uh, we see what it's, doing to major league baseball uh we see how much of a mess at certain points the the national football league is uh i do not want this to happen for the nhl uh it started last year in the playoffs the the officiating was absolutely horrendous you know there's a there's a difference between letting them play and then just being completely inconsistent and that was what the the playoffs were for the most part was just inconsistent uh officiating by the referees uh and it's kind of continued into this year where i feel like we're calling way more penalties that are than that are warranted and it's really slowing the game down and you know at certain times you know they call a penalty here in this situation but they don't call it there in another situation and and yes i get it you know, sometimes you miss a call, but when it's happening consistently and it's happening on both sides, it's not just against the lightning. It's it's there's oper- there's also instances where calls are 
being made for the lightning and I, and it may be a get you back call and I totally get that, but there's a time and a place for that. Um, but yeah, it, it, it leads to maybe further confrontations and games as well. So, I mean, very inconsistent, not really happy about it. Um, all we could do is hope for the best with, with the officiating uh, going forward. So we're going to talk about more about this game. Some of the things that really impressed me that going forward um, with this game, as it winds down in the third period, uh, we have about a little under four minutes left in the third. The lightning are up three, one. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. First, I want to talk to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by betonline.net. Now betonline.net is your number one source for your sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get all the latest odds, trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, hockey, and esports. We got it all here. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. So before I get into it more about this game, I just want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. And if you haven't already, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Follow us wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. And most importantly, go on our YouTube page. Drop a comment below, hit a thumbs up button, and most importantly, subscribe and hit that notification button. So as soon as the newest episode drops, you are aware and you could watch. Uh, and if you want to follow us on our social media pages, go ahead uh, on the ticker below. If you're watching us on YouTube, LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. And you could follow me on Twitter at Danky Dank, D-E-N-K-Y, D-8-N-K. I love hearing from all of you. I love the back and forth that we have had all season thus far. Let's keep it up. Uh, if you want to tweet to me about something about the Lightning, whether it be in-game or post-game or pre-game or whatever, go ahead. If you want to message me, you feel more comfortable doing that. Love hearing from all of you. I try to get back to all of you as, as fast as I can. Uh, so go ahead and do that. So, yeah, um, things that really stuck out to me in this game that I have already sort of t- spoken about already. Um, from the initial puck drop, I thought the Lightning did a very good job of sizing up Calgary. Uh, they did a very good job of doing that and not being overly cautious. Uh, what we've seen from Tampa in most instances uh, is they, you know, every team has a, I guess, a warm up period, if you want to call it that, in the opening minutes, whether it be the ten, the first 10 or the first five uh, teams like to kind of use that time to kind of measure out what the other team is doing, uh, see what kind of kind of get a measuring or, or you know, just a temperature reading of what kind of game this is going to be. Uh, is this going to be a, an intense game or is this going to be, you know, a, a, a kind of a, just a chess match that, you know, kind of something that we have seen tonight um, from Tampa uh, kind of just, scoping things out and and we kind of figured just by the way both these teams have played for the most part uh this has been a chess match um and what i like about tampa the most is that they have been reactionary but in a good way not in a in a way where they're kind of allowing calgary to get things going um you know other than the lindholm goal in the third period uh on the power play which things to me i'm not entirely worried about that i wasn't i wasn't angry about that goal i mean 
just the way things were trending, you know, uh, the way Calgary was skating, you know, you kind of figured, especially being on the man advantage, that something like that was going to happen sooner rather than later. Uh, but Tampa did very good job early on, uh, putting in a lot of work in front of Vasilevsky, allowing him to settle in, uh, clog- clogging up the shooting lanes, something that we saw them do a very good job of uh, in the game against Dallas. Uh, so, you know, when, when Tampa does things like that, when they, like I said, when they do the technical things the correct way, uh, it really opens up the door for them to really get thing, everything else going. Uh, and especially, you know, if you're, if you're clogging up shooting lanes and passing lanes, more likely than not, uh, you'll get a lot of blocks and you'll set, you set, set yourself up for some, uh, rushes on the other side of the ice in your favor. Um, Steven Stamkos. Started this one out with a goal. Uh, I believe he has two points tonight thus far. Yes, he does. So, you know, Stamkos, uh, after not scoring for a couple of games, um, really starting to get things going again. Um, What else is there really to say about this guy? He gets his 500 career assist the other night. Uh, I spoke about it on the previous episode about how really he's, he's really starting, you know, to get himself up there and, and where, where are we going to place him in, in the, the hallways, I guess, of NHL 11 uh, legends, if you want to say that, uh, because he's, he's approaching a couple of milestones, thousand games, thousand points. Uh, I believe he's up there. Yeah. He's about to hit 500 career goals as well. So, I mean, that's a hall of fame resume right there. Two Stanley cups. I mean, it's one of those things. It really is a treat to see him and Kucherov on a nightly basis really just go out there and, and do what they do best, and that's score. And uh, Speaking of Kucherov, great goal from him tonight as well. I've really seen him and a power play goal. Uh, so, you know, you, you love those power play goals. As, as much as I've criticized uh, this Tampa team over the last couple of seasons, really, uh, they've done a phenomenal job. Um and, and, and I'm sure I'll bring this up at some point when they go through their little run on the power play. Um, you know, they do go. I, I do like to think that their power play per, per, uh, percentage is a little bit um, engorged, given that they they kind of they don't so much as look as though they're a consistent team on the power play. They more so just score in bunches on those chances. So, you know, they'll go four or five games maybe scoring one power play goal and like maybe 10 plus chances. And then they'll go another four going maybe like two, uh, four for eight or something crazy like that. And that's really where that is a little inflated. Uh, so it does look like the lightning are going to pull this one out uh, where you have 27 seconds and counting here in the closing seconds with Markstrom pulled. Uh, I don't think Tampa, Tampa's just, Oh, well, here we go. That is offsides. Nope, that's a goal. So Kucherov gets his second of the game. That makes it 4-1 on the empty netter. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, Kucherov, got to love those empty netters. I'm sure he enjoys those. Uh, yeah, that, and, and he's another one who, what has really impressed me a lot about Kuch lately is that, you know, and I've I've criticized him quite a bit for it, and, and, I, and I try not to. Uh, we do see, or we we do have these moments with Kucherov, or these 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 sequences, uh, whether it be throughout the course of an entire game, or just you know periods 
where, and that is, by the way, his ninth goal of the season. We do have this moments with, with Coot where it seems as though he's not a, as engaged as he should be, whether it be that the other team is doing a good job of just shutting him out, which I find that very hard to believe that he's not that kind of player that could easily just get shut out like that. Uh, he's more of a guy that makes room for himself and allows his creativity to really flourish uh, when when he's when he's really out there. Kind of like the I, I equate him to kind of like the point guard, especially on the man advantage. Uh, when he has the puck, he does a very good job of distributing and also finding space for himself uh, to for scoring chances. And he has really been more assertive as of late, and you could see it in the numbers. So you know. When you got him rolling, you got Stamkos rolling, um, you know, things are really starting to come together for this Lightning team. You know, so to put it in perspective over the last five games for Cooch, uh, real quick, he has he has seven points. So, you know, glad to see that he's starting to get going um, and really starting to get hot and, and stay consistently hot as the games progress. Now, if Point could get on a roll, I mean, you know, Potentially down the line, uh, the Lightning, we, we at the end of this month, I think we could start having the conversation of them possibly threatening uh, for that la- for that number one spot in the Atlantic Division. So wrapping things up, um, yeah, good win tonight. I, I really like what we're seeing from Tampa thus far in the month of November. Um, I, I really think that the lightning are trending in the right direction. Um, obviously, you know, I say that with them picking up their third win in a row. Uh, so, you know, very good job from this lightning team. Uh, they pick up those two points and right now, as of now, I'm not even looking at the other scores, but they are, uh, as of now tied with, uh, Toronto, I believe. Nope. That that's let's, let's look real quick. Uh, yeah, they they would be tied with Toronto in points. Uh, so you know you, they're really like I said how how important it was to really to really accumulate as many points as the month, month of November because December will go by very quickly, and then we're at the threshold at least for me in terms of you know what you see is what you get in New Year and whatever like I always say whatever team you are by New Year. Uh, is pretty much what you're going to get for the rest of the season, barring some incredible deal that is made at the trade deadline. So, uh, you know, glad to see Tampa starting to really pick it up. Um, I was talking, I think I said on the other episode that, you know, really Boston is the only team I'm kind of concerned about in this division. And I would have to say I'm probably going to stay pat on that, that view because Toronto, you know, they – they're just a team that is just I, I, I don't know how to feel about them because, you know, and maybe this is just me being biased and seeing what they have done over the last couple of years. And we always love to, to make fun of the Boston, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, and the lack of success and, and versus the, the standards and expectations that are surrounding this team. Uh, so, you know. Really what it comes down to, and, and I think what it comes down to is experience versus experience. And yeah, there's a difference between the experience that Toronto has had and the experience that Boston has had. Because if you look at some of these players on Boston, especially the David Krejci, Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand, 
um, Charlie McAvoy. Uh, you know, I'm sure I'm missing some names as well. But what I'm trying to, what the point I'm trying to get down to and and at is that um, that experience, that experience has Stanley Cup rings. So does the experience on Tampa, Toronto, not so much. So you know that that experience knows uh, when to panic, when to change things throughout the course of the season, and so I think it's going to come down to really. Um, a mental, emotional, you know, battle between Boston and Tampa as the season rages on, excuse me, because Ottawa at this point, I mean, the way they've been trending lately, uh, really, really, you know, disappointing season, uh, at least to start for for this Ottawa team. I really thought they were going to come out the gates a little bit better than this. Uh, They're at the bottom of the division. They don't pose a threat to that last playoff spot. Uh, Buffalo, I don't think is, is really, I think where they're at is where they're going to stay. They might flip flop with Ottawa here and there. And then I think the, the bottom three of this division really rounds out with Montreal, where I look at Detroit in that number five spot in the division with, at night at 18 points at the time of this recording. And I'm just, I look at them as a wild card and I kind of equate it to, <laughs> uh, for all my always sunny in Philadelphia fans out there, the the wild card episode with Charlie, um, and he's yelling wild card and in the van and all that, uh, discussing his dynamic in the group. And I feel like that's what the Red Wings are in this division. Um, y- you don't know. We could they could go either way. They could you know leapfrog the Panthers. Who I'm not gonna I'm not gonna diss the Panthers and say that you know they're gonna have a hangover, but. You know, I'm still not convinced that with Kachuk that they are a better team. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, Detroit, I think the only team that I'm looking back on, if if our if our eyes are set on catching up to Boston, we have to look backwards and really keep an eye on Detroit, not as really a threat but almost as a what they're doing to other teams. What are they going to do to a team like Toronto when those teams match up? What are they going to do to a Florida when those teams match up? Uh, what do they do to Boston when they match up with that team as well? Uh, so that's definitely a team to keep an eye on. I mean, who knows? They could get on a roll. Uh, they do have the talent. Relatively, it is young. Um, but they do have the goaltender. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we're here uh mid-February discussing the possibility of 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 Detroit uh, vying for that last playoff spot so you know we'll obviously keep that keep an eye on that uh, as the season progresses as well as the Tampa Bay Lightning really making a push towards that first first place spot in the Atlantic Division and we'll talk more about uh, this this game what this means for the Lightning going forward as well as the upcoming games over the next couple of weeks uh, to round out the month of November. So in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.